We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into episode number 42 of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski. It is Thursday, well, if you're uh, 2 o'clock, December the 15th, getting close to uh, Santa's big trip, uh, getting close to our big trip. We leave tomorrow. We leave long before Santa embarks from the North Pole. We leave tomorrow. Tyler is driving to the airport. There's a decent chance. There's a strong chance. There's a, there's a Georgia over Ohio State chance that there's going to be a libation in my cup in the passenger. You know, you can sit in the passenger seat. I'll sit in the back. I'm good. I'll just sit back in the back and just watch the watch the miles go by. It won't take us long. I don't – it's not – driving with me is not – it's not for the faint of heart. It's not good to know, but you know what? I'm going to put my life in a lot of people's hands. Tomorrow. Yeah, I'll take care of you. Right? All yeah, right. we'll be good. Uh, so we're going to talk today about uh, a number of things. We'll talk about uh, Zach Arnett getting the uh, head coaching gig at Mississippi State. Drew Brees is. Did you even know that? I knew something about it because a uh, a friend of mine covers a Big Ten school, and he had a question about what was going on with uh, with Purdue, and I said, "Man, I don't know. There are no rules anymore." Uh, Eric Morris gets the job at North Texas. We'll talk about that. NCAA has a new uh, new president, Charlie Baker. He's the current governor of state of Massachusetts. Tyler's going to talk about where he thinks he's wrong about recruiting. I will tell you when I'm wrong. I know. Uh, bowl games, opt-outs, then we'll go over some games. Uh, bowl season starts tomorrow. we got Miami and UAB in the Bahamas Bowl. we yep. got UTSA and Troy in what should be a really good game in the Cure Bowl. Uh, San Francisco and Seattle in the NFL this evening. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit about our trip leaving for Vegas tomorrow. We'll be somewhere in the air. No. No, we'll be almost in the air tomorrow. You'll be cracking beers at this. We'll be, we'll be taxiing. So I'm a little bit. goes according to plan. You know, after we talked on the phone earlier today, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to have to get one of those uh, luggage carts 
by the time we get to Vegas to see if I can get you two from the from the uh, plane to the Uber. I mean, I'm, I'm in. You're in. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> keep, I mean, I'm not driving. Keep keep you away from the tables when you get there. Yeah. See, that's not a temptation for me. I was telling my wife thinks I'm lying. I'm saying I'm I'm okay. That I've been to Vegas several times. I can walk past blackjack tables, slot machines, roulette, craps, all of it. Not even the slightest temptation. Now I'm going to play, but now <laughs> see, I probably, I, I probably won't like the sports books. I'll probably go into a sports yeah. book and put a better two down, but, but like the blackjack tables and stuff that does nothing for me. Do you know what I found out today? That was interesting. It's probably why we have a problem here in the state of Mississippi all the betting apps and all those things yeah. don't work in Nevada because they're making you go to the casino. Oh. Which, of all places, it should be legal, right? Nope. Those, none of the... They want you to physically they go. They want you to physically go, which I have no problem doing. Yeah. So what's, um, your, what's your thing? Are you blackjack or... Blackjack, yeah. That's what I, I like to... That's my game. Yeah. But, like, I just don't... I don't know. During why I've been doing it, you know, gambling... Betting on games, I don't have the itch to go sit down and if I'm going to lose money, I'd rather lose it, you know, with watching a football game. Yeah, that's me. I, I would much rather put fifty dollars on a game and sit in a sports book and watch it. Yeah. Than I would fifty dollars on a blackjack table. And I have nothing, by the way. I'm not judging. Everybody has their own things. Yeah. But like for whatever reason, for whatever reason, that never. Uh, that's never been a temptation. Well, fifty dollars won't get you very long at a blackjack table in Vegas. They have jacked those yeah, limits up. I mean, like just the thought of like going and, and spending five hundred dollars to gamble at blackjack tables just does nothing for you me. You know what I really want to do? Which is this is the worst gambling idea of all time, but I do like to put a couple hundred bucks in the slots and see what happens. I've never won. The most I've ever won is a hundred bucks on a slot machine. But for whatever reason, everyone that goes with me always wins at the slot machine. So let's see if I can crank it up. I mean, if that's the case, if it's always. <laughs> yeah, my mother my mother hit a nice little jackpot the last time she went. So, of course, she hits the jackpot, then she gives me a lesson. Now, Tyler, you know it's so sad when you go to those casinos and you watch those people just lose all their money. I'm like, aren't you, aren't you putting your so money sad. in there? But she's trying to give me this life lesson, you know. Yeah. She's not wrong. She's not wrong, but um, like not to judge, not judging. Vegas is a little like, bit different, though. But like the person that's just sitting there all day long pulling slots, I always think you've had a rough, you've had a rough <laughs> few weeks, haven't you? Yeah. No, the wor- <laughs> the ones that that get me is it's where they've you go to bed and you wake back up the next morning and they're still sitting at the same slot machine. You oh, ever yeah. seen that happen before? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. That was an interesting move. I was uh, I was speaking at the Nike Coach of the Year Clinic in Tunica. This was I must I think I was at Arkansas State at the time, and we went to, went to dinner. And I was speaking the next morning, like first thing, uh, like eight o'clock, whatever it was. We went to dinner at one of the steakhouses. I come up and uh, we go to bed. Come back down the elevator. Same person sitting at the same thing, smoking cigarettes. Had to go through like a carton. Uh, same slot when I was on my way to speak. So, yeah, that was a – hopefully they won because if they didn't, it has been a long night. <laughs> if they were winning, it was probably the only thing they were winning at at that point. Yeah, so yeah, that's probably right. Keeping it real. 
Uh, we're brought to you each and every uh, podcast by our friends at Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I did. Uh, I did bring some game changer patches. I've got. I, I've got some. All right. I'm some with me. I'm glad you brought that up. You do have some. I do have. You some. got some extra ones. I will. I will let you. I will let you borrow. I'm very. I'm gonna have to test that theory out a little bit. It's. Uh, do, have, do they work? They absolutely. I mean, work. obviously they do because they, they sponsor the show. Work. No question. Um, I'm. I'm kind of. I've never got, tried one the before. Warm up patch and then the overtime patch. All right. So what's the difference? The warm up patch is what you take before or while you drink. Okay. And then the overtime patch is, if you'll be disciplined about it, if you'll pop that overtime patch on before you crash, you will wake up the next day and you will feel better than you would have. I got you. Significantly better. So what if you can't distinguish between when you put on one patch or the other if you never know when the overtime comes? That's a new problem. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a great product, but it's not like a miracle so, worker. <laughs> So I, mean, you, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you want. So, like in Vegas, right? So you're going to bed, but you're going to start drinking so quick. Do you just put on a new, a new warm up? You patch? can just keep the cycle going. Yeah, yeah, sure. Maybe have to try that theory out. Come up with a whole new Vegas line for them. Austin asked, "Do we ever see the day that gambling is going to be legal in Mississippi?" I, I think so. Well, yeah. I mean, I know it's being worked on very heavily right now. Um, very, very heavily. Yeah, we're we're certainly cheering for it. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> no, it, it is. It's already legal as far as you can go. But if people who aren't from Mississippi that are listening, it's legal. You can go bet at the sports books at the casinos. You can actually do you know DraftKings and FanDuel and all those fantasy apps and do that kind of fantasy betting right now on the app. You just can't do the sports book, and probably for similar reason that you don't you can't do it in, in Nevada. Uh, but I know that they're trying very hard uh, to pass it because I don't think a lot of the Mississippi revenue comes from sportsbook. You know, the casinos have been around a long time before sports uh, gambling was available in Mississippi, so I think they got a little headway there. So, But I know they're working on it very hard. I heard as early as the summer of 2023. So next summer. Yeah, no, they're, they're, that's what they're pushing for, so. Can you believe we're already to 2023? We're like 16 days from 2023. 2022 flew by. They do. Every year they go faster and faster. I mean, it flew by, man. Yeah. We've been in here for two years now, which is crazy to me. We opened doors here with uh, three employees um, in December of 2020. So, it's pretty crazy. Connor makes a good point. Uh, he says he wore a game changer at the Sugar Bowl. Probably had that thing on a, a week straight. Watch the hairy areas. <laughs> Is there a place you're supposed to put it? Um, you can put it on your shoulder. Uh, you can put it um, upper thigh. Does it work better if you attach it to your liver? If you can get it right on your <laughs> liver, yes, that would be beneficial. Some people put them like on their wrist. Okay. Um, there's, there's not really a wrong spot. You, you don't want to put it on the hairiest spot of your body. I mean, because it's going to So pull. nowhere on me. I mean, I'm, I'm not intimately familiar with every part of your body, nor do I want to be. So I don't know. But some people put it. Uh, some people mistake me for. Some people a, put it like on their hip, you know, like where you get a shot. Okay. You know. GameChangerPatch.com right here says that our favorite place is the top of the foot. Top of the foot. <laughs> okay. Nobody, nobody sees it, right? You don't. Oh, gotta, yeah, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. 
not planted it. <laughs> it's the top of your foot, Harry. Yeah, but I, that stuff doesn't bother me. I've been dealing with tape. I didn't use uh, when I taped my ankles. I did not use pre wrap. Well, after a while, you didn't have any hair left to pull out, right? Yeah, but I mean, every but for a while it does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. It kind of feels good, snugger that way. Well, you've talked about how you like pain. By the way, a shout out to our friends at uh, Eastern Michigan. We're wearing the gear today. Let's go ready for the big game. Let's go. Um, got our uh, Eagle Nation. Eagle Nation got uh, got our stuff. Got our e proud e tough. I should say uh, wristbands. I'm glad you said that because you know what else I wanted to talk about today. What's that? Have you looked at the weather forecast? It was getting a little better. There is snow though, but the temperature's gotten warmer. She's gonna be snowing, boys. Yeah. One to three inches, and then one to three inches, and then one to three inches. There's gonna be snow on the ground. Yeah, I'm. I'm just making. I, I am hopeful that there's not so much that we can't get out the next day. So oh, we'll, we'll get out. I'd like to get out. We'll get out. I mean, nothing against finding people in Boise because I'm. I, I anticipate really enjoying Boise. Our, our friend Gage is going to give us give us a tour. Going to get a tour of uh, of Boise. There are a handful of uh, bars and restaurants that I'm already interested in exploring. <laughs> but come Wednesday, I need to get out of there. Are you Are you going short sleeves and assless chaps to the to the game? I am not. Um, all chaps are assless. <laughs> I am not wearing chaps. Um, and look, I, I, I'm going to do the sleeve thing, but I've I've gone back and reviewed the tape, and, <laughs> and there was never there was never there just was never any stipulation about sleeves. There was hoodies, sweatshirts, jackets. Okay. So, all right. All right. And luckily, there was also never anything about heated vest. That that. <laughs> There's no stipulation on that. Do you either. have one of those? I might. You might. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe missing it when you get there. Uh, I have some yeah. plans. All right. Well, let's roll. I know uh, we'll get it, get these guys out of here today. Um, Zach Arnett hired at Mississippi State. Yeah. Really good hire. It's probably the hire they would have made anyway had Mike retired which was the rumor back in october november there's a reason he turned down the jobs to stay there so yeah. i think it's been because i know he's people have been trying to get him out of there and he hasn't left yeah i know of at least two that, that tried to get him yeah out. so he, he knew something was coming and they gave him a four-year deal which well, it was the right thing to do there were some people that said hey you know should you have waited there's out no of right respect time. You, you had to you had to go ahead and get i mean it's the it's the reality of life right it goes on and 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 the program goes on and you've got recruiting that's going on and and all of those things and i don't think this prevents them in any shape form or fashion at all this prevents mississippi state from uh celebrating the life of mike leach honoring the legacy of mike leach um respecting his family, his friends, his career, his accomplishments. They're going to do all of those yeah. things. This this does nothing to change that. If anything, it just adds some stability to, okay, here's where we're going. And I, I, I'm sure that Zach isn't going to do anything whatsoever in the next, what's it, 16, 17 days before now and when they play Illinois in the ReliQuest Bowl to, to – He's not let's put it. He's not going to go on some power trip here over the next three weeks. This is, I think, I think he's going to run. He's going to run the program 
But the, the storyline on January the 2nd is going to be about honoring Mike Leach, celebrating Mike Leach, talking about Mike Leach. It's not going to be about Zach. And the day will come when the program's going to be about Zach. But I, I'm like you, Tyler. I think that day was coming. It just maybe came a little faster than people thought it would come. Yeah. You know, he's a hell of a ball coach, man. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've coached against him when he was at San Diego State. Um, he was out there with – he was uh, with Rocky Long, who was the head coach out there. Um, dude, they went – they had like the, one of the longest, if not the longest, winning streak in the country at one time. Uh, we played them <clears> – matter of fact, we, we beat them two years in a row at South Alabama, and they did not lose in between. So, uh, they had gone undefeated the rest of the year, won, lost one game that year, and then they were undefeated when we played them again. Um, but just defensively and what they do and the disruption they cause and how and the techniques and things, I, I just I respect the guy as a coach. I think he's a phenomenal uh, guy. He's going to be sought after, you know. And here's the thing: is there, dude, uh, they may have uh, they they did the right thing here because he was he wasn't going to be there forever. He was going to be a, a a hot. I mean, he's a young guy. I don't understand, and I know we've talked about this before, I just never really understood when you're ready to be a head coach, you're ready to be a head coach. I don't think it has anything to do with coaching. I think people are like, oh, he, he should go to, you know, Texas State and, 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 and be a head coach and all that stuff. Being a head coach is not about calling plays. It's more about being ready with media. It's about, you know, being a professional firefighter because that's what you are. You put out fires all day long. And as a position coach, you're used to dealing with it in your own position room. Okay, you got your guys that act like knuckleheads, and you got to get them situated, and then you and then you move up and you go to the coordinator, and you got to deal with your side of the ball, and then you got to deal with everybody. Um, but look, the players respect him there. He's a hell of a ball coach. I think he'll do really good things. Um, so I'm I'm uh, I'm happy uh, for Mississippi State and you know those people there uh, that have some continuity moving forward um, as they try to um, as they grieve and, and move forward with their program. All right, tell me about Drew Brees. I did not know until – I was today years old when I found out that Drew Brees was a temporary assistant at Purdue. What's going on there? Yeah, this happened, I guess, an hour or two ago. Um, I, I don't know if it's temporary or not. I think they snuck that in there. What's he doing? What's he doing? Nothing. Well, he was bad at TV, so well, – What's he going to do for the next 40, 50 years? I mean, he – you know, I think he sees – what Dion's doing, I think he sees some of that. He's bored. Um, he obviously knows ball. Um, new head coach. Well, he's sharp as a tack now. I covered him when he was with the Saints. He is. He is. Uh, I would not be surprised if this was. I would excuse me. I would be surprised if this is temporary. You think he'll be on the staff at Purdue? I will be very surprised if this is temporary. Okay. Um. I think he's now unless he just does. They hired the Illinois defensive coordinator, correct? Correct. Yeah, I would be surprised if this is temporary. Okay. Yeah, I think if he wants to do it, he's saying this like he knows something. I, I've been around long enough to know <laughs> when you keep saying it that way, you're trying to tell me something. So is he the next offensive coordinator? I don't years? know that. I don't know that. I really don't. Not a quick you client. I don't know that. Can you confirm or deny that he is the next offensive coordinator? I, if I, I tell you he is the next offensive coordinator, I'd be like, oh, cool. Don't don't blink. What now? Okay, he is. There you go. Proof. <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. No, breaking I, news. Yeah, no, I, I do. I think the guy is uh, – I think there's something to this thing. Like, I think with Dion doing what he's doing, I think there's some guys at home that are bored. Yeah. And they go, 
I mean, by God, I can go do this too. Um, I'd be interested to see. And in, in the new age of coaching that we're in right now, again, being a head coach, people get really confused. I never understood why you had to go be a great coordinator, like play caller and score points or defense and shut people out to be a head coach. has nothing to do with it. Very few head coaches call plays. I don't think fans understand that. Very few head coaches call plays. Now, got to recruit, got to be organized, got to do those things, um, got to be a motivator. You got to coach the coaches and be a good leader. But the number one job of, a, of again, the, the number one and number two job of a head coach is to put out fires and you got to answer the bell. It's your fault. So you have to answer the bell to the media and go, you have to go to the press conference. But it's not about calling plays. So I, I think it's you can be successful with different types of individuals as a head coach. Eric Morris gets the job at North Texas. You're pretty high on this guy. Dude, very high. Um, so he was at he was a position coach at Texas Tech. Um, him and I shared the same agent. Um, he goes and gets the head coaching job at – In my mind, just so you know the way I live, both of my parents are English people. My mother has a master's in English. My father has a master's in English and a doctorate in education. I learning. must drive you fucking crazy. I just correct – in my mind, I corrected it. He said him and I, and I – I said he and I. Yeah, you in, my, have, in my mind, I went he and I. You, you have no chance with me. I apologize. I must drive you absolutely – Bat shit crazy. No, I'm, I'm really good about it, but every once in a while, I'll. I'll... Yeah, sideways. Oh, so talk to it to the yeah. side. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yours. It's yours. Are completely the opposite. Okay. So it's taking a minute because I feel like I'm hiding behind this thing. But so do I need to talk right into the side of it like this? Yeah, that's really loud. Hello. I'm Hello. Good. Yeah. No, that sounds great. Um. It's me. Yeah, but. Yeah, I'm terrible at English, by the way. Terrible. But let me tell you what I am. I can do some math. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, That's good. I'm a, I'm low-key math guru. And it's Eric not, Morris. I'm, Eric Morris. Yeah, so <laughs> him and I. He and I. I know I did that on purpose. Oh, again. there you go. Uh, him and I, that's that's how we do it in Alabama. Uh, we, we shared the same agent. He uh, went to Incarnate Word, was a head coach there for really, really, really brief period of time. Um. Then he went to Washington State for one year and turned him around pretty quickly. He's a really innovative – he's an air raid guy. He comes from the same family. Um, so is Ward, the quarterback that went up there, yeah. is he still up there or is he finished? Uh, that's a good question. I do, I do not know that. Um, but he's going back to Texas where he, you know, where he was. Look, I'm just telling you, the guy's sharp. Very good offensive mind. He's very sharp. Probably one of the most sneaky, underrated hires out there. And Seth Latrell left that thing. I mean, it's there's players there. Yeah, sure. Okay, they they have they have dudes. I'd expect him to win uh, rather quickly. Okay. So that's a really good hire for those guys. All right, Charlie Baker, the new uh, president of the NCAA. <laughs> the NCAA going through some uh, change these days. Life is different. You think? Yeah, I think it's more than growing pains. I think they've more than anything they have just said, all right, you people wanted anarchy. By God, here it is. And they've just taken their <laughs> toys and run home. Hey, uh, Brennan's making fun of, he said this is not my best camera angle and basically sent me the fattest picture he can fucking send to me. 
I mean, like, well, I noticed that in this, in this, if this is what I look like, I got fucking like, you know how you have like body, yeah, like that, that's body that's like, dysmorphia. Yeah, that, that's just the opposite. Look yeah. at that shit. Like I look like I weigh seven thousand pounds. <laughs> Do I look like that? Is that what I look like to you? Not quite. Okay. I don't give it. Uh, like literally, all kidding aside, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I really don't. My give a shit meter about what I look like went away a long time ago. Um. Yeah, the dude. Very interesting here. Does anybody else find that interesting that they hired a sitting sitting governor to run the NCAA? Because you know what this is leading up to. I don't. This is going to lead up to trying to get legislation, done, federal legislation done with, to NIL, do what? with NIL. Well, look. And he is the – like, he, it's voted. I actually went and looked this up because I was just – I wanted to see about the guy. I didn't know anything about him. He's a Republican, Republican in Massachusetts. Him and the lieutenant governor are the only two Republican elected state positions in that in that state, and he's he's seen as uh, across the board as the most uh, liked, okay, bipartisan person or whatever they call it in in the country. Bipartisan. Nil does need some regulation. It 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 can't just continue to go. It's not even. And boy, people hear this and they go. Look, I'm not in the stream, so I won't even see it if people say it. I'm not against the kids getting paid at all. I'm not against the kids getting paid a lot. I don't want to cap what they can make. But there has to – the NCAA is going to have to – or whoever, whether it's at some governing body, right? Everybody hears NCAA and they think investigators. Screw that. There are no rules anymore except – there has to be some control a little bit. You can't just go wild, wild west forever. It won't work. Um, I mean, I thought at one point last year, we talked about it. I thought at one point they were going to go, hey, there's not a one-time transfer. You can just transfer as many times as you want to. And I thought, man, you guys are just creating chaos. And luckily they looked at that and said, no, nah, that's probably not a great idea. They do have to get some management over NIL. And, and, and by the way, God, I'm mad at myself. It's not NIL. It's just salary. It's PFP, man. We've already coined this phrase. It's PFP. It's, it's, it's pay for play. It's salary. It's yeah. the same thing as rivals hired me. I, well, we agreed to a contract. I wouldn't have done it otherwise. They didn't pay for my name, image, and likeness. No, they paid for my services, for me to write and talk and stuff. It's, it's not NIL. We have to stop calling it that. It, it, it's... I'm mad at myself. I asked Lane Kiffin a question the other day, and I referred to it as NIL. I should have said, Lane, are the kids just asking how much salary they can get? Is it Because he answered with, why do kids get in the portal? His answer was great. Credit to him. He's about the only coach that flat out says it this way, to his credit. And I don't always agree with everything Kiffin does. I'm not kissing his ass here when I say this. I'm just being honest. He said, used to be the kids, at first, the goal was, you know, the idea was the kids that would get in the portal would be the kids who, weren't playing. They right. weren't happy with their coach. Their coach left. Whatever. Unhappy. He goes, now we got happy kids. Kids who are playing. And you say, why are you in the portal? Money. I can make more money. Okay. It's fair. Well, that's salary. That's not NIL. Yeah. There's a bunch of dudes. I'm, I mean, I'll say it out loud because it, it applies everywhere. But it, the program that I cover, Ole Miss, there's a bunch of kids at Ole Miss that are getting NIL money that aren't doing anything services-wise. 
And so it's not NIL. It's salary, and that's fine, but you do have to have some form of regulation over that. Lane made a great point when he – because he used to go, this is pro sports. And I would be like, except it's not. Yeah. And the other day he goes, can you imagine what the NFL would be like if every year – think about this for a minute. Yeah, that's what it is. If every year, no matter – like, hey, you're Jamar Chase – I had a great rookie year with the Bengals. I think I will go to free agency. How rich would he be right now? Hey, I had it. So he signs with the Jets. And the Jets go, all right, Jamar. And then he goes, has a great year for the Jets. And he goes, you know what? I think I'll go back into free agency. Well, I mean, holy shit. Mike yeah. Trout. Can you imagine if Mike Trout or Shohei Otani could go into free agency every single year? Yeah. And I guess he could, right? Shohei Otani becomes a free agent next season. There's nothing stopping him from telling his agent, so here's what I want to do. I want to sign a one-year deal. And at the end of next year, I want to be a free agent again. And then I'm going to sign another one-year deal. But, and his agent would say to him, yeah, that's cool, Shohei, but like, what happens if you get hurt? Right? What happens if you get hurt? And so when people say, what's in it for the players to agree to something with NIL, I'll tell you what it is. It's you have the ability to now maybe sign a four-year contract with the University of Texas. They already do. They sign a one-year. No, it's they, a one-year. No, I'm talking about they. There is from a scholarship standpoint. You can do a two-year. You can do a five. You can do a five-year. But nobody does it. Oh well, most everybody does. But they don't. They really do. They can process you after one year. They they can, but you have to do it on your own. They can process you, but they can't force you to do it. Unless they, um, unless they do it for less, but most of the big schools are doing. But that's not even that used to be kind of the NIL deal, right? The contract stuff, but nobody even looks at that anymore. Okay. Almost every university is doing the four and five year stuff now, but it doesn't even matter. And I and I, I hear this about, and I did want to say this about NIL. Everybody says, well, coaches can leave or players can leave. Well, here's the thing: yes and no. Coaches can leave and go to the next job. But you know what else they do if they lose? They get their ass fired. Well, and the coaches, right have, now, and the the coaches, coaches have buyouts too, yeah, right, the, that's worked into their deals. You have buyouts and you can be fired. Well, you can't fire a player right now. You can process them and do those things. But you can't fire a player. And they have to get control of it. But I think with this move, even more than getting control of it, one of the biggest issues right now across college football is not every – school because of the state that they happen to be located in is playing by the same rules. You saw Tennessee last week passed uh, their their NIL legislation. There's a lot of states that are behind as far as their rules and what's allowed and things like that in NIL. And I think everybody just wants to play by the same rules, uh, whatever those are. Um, but I say all that to say this, and I, and I, I wrote this down here. Let me tell you, I, I will tell you when I'm wrong, and I, I really – overlooked this when this all happened. Um, I thought that it was going to be all about money, 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 money. And now we're going in really into year two of this. And besides the big boys, you can take out your A&Ms and all that. But everybody else, a lot of them are playing with the same amount of money in their war chest. And recruiting is coming down to relationships. When everything's equal, it's coming down to relationships. And you're starting to see that with recruits or even taking a little bit lesser money, not a lot less, but, you know, $50,000 less or whatever. They're taking lesser money yeah. and choosing the relationship over just whatever the number is. I won't name the program, but <clears throat> there's a prominent program that right now is not matching offers. 
and they're dominating in recruiting. I mean, they're, 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 there's, there's an NIL package, a salary package, a pay-for-play package in place. Don't get me wrong. But they're not – when a kid comes in going, okay, I want five times that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. But we'll get you ready for the next level. Yeah. We're, we're not going to talk as much about NIL. We're going to talk as mu- a, a good bit more about NFL because that's where the money is. Like, Jamar Chase has made a lot more with the Bengals than he made at LSU. Close. <laughs> no. I'm, te- I'm teasing. I'm I, mean, teasing. <laughs> I, all, I mean, all jokes aside. Yeah. He's close. He's getting there. I'll give you, I'll give you an I'm, example. I'm close, I'll give you an example close to your heart. Uh-oh. Don't get me in trouble. Whoa, whoa, whoa. N'Kobe Dean's making more with the Eagles. This episode brought to you by the Biden administration. <laughs> Mask up, everybody. COVID's coming back. You didn't say it. I did. I'm just, I'm just thinking about Vegas. Okay. Let me go back to Jamar. <laughs> Oh, you're, I'm just uh, – go ahead. I'm just teasing. I mean, there's just more money. There's, I'll just be quiet over there's here. There's more money in the NFL than there is at the college level, no matter no, no matter where. I mean, it, I keep having people say, well, you know, you, you could come back for your one more year. If you're going to be a fourth or fifth round pick, you could make more at that school. Okay, but how many schools are really paying that kind of money for a fifth round pick guy? I mean – 
Or you can go to the NFL and make a club. If you're going to make the club, you're going to make the club. You can make a club and get started on your on your career. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> no, you're right. I mean, um, I wish that they could do something that put everybody on the same rules. And then if they would do that, if they could put everybody on the same rules, when you start looking at NIL and things like that, it's going to start coming back to what it used to be in the black market days. The people that are going to have the money in the black market would have it in NIL for the most part. There'll be some new players, but the same amount of teams because there's some people that had money in the black market that don't have it in NIL. Um, but you're – that's just – get them on the same rules. That's probably the, the, the biggest thing for me. But anyway, but that's – that was very interesting for me. I started seeing a little bit of that like two weeks ago and really have followed up on it, but – a ton of people um, that it matters, the relationships are actually kids are taking less money with relationships. And you're seeing the people that have good relationships with players, they're getting they're getting them and out of the portal as well. You know, and I think that's uh, established. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about uh, – some games. Got, got some games, dude. We're gonna, let's talk about a couple of them because we're going to be on the plane. Hopefully we get the chance to watch it. To me, I'm going to skip over the first one. I'll cover the second one, starting off with that. UTSA and Troy is probably the best bowl game of the whole freaking bowl Where's season. the Cure Bowl? Where's that play? Orlando. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, it's in Orlando. Um, they've been down there since. When did John talk to John the other day? I think they're – they're Monday or Tuesday. Um, but you got two – I think it's the only bowl game that has, besides playoffs, that have two conference champions playing each other. Um, and – they're both be motivated. They're both eleven and two. Both trying to get twelve wins. Um, how about my man John Summerall could get twelve wins in year one? It's it, and when you think about that, we've done this before. I mean, repetitive, but it blows me away because we saw them week one in Oxford, and they looked fine. But if you had told me that day, if you had told me that day, this team's going to go. 12 and 2 and one of the losses is going to be on a freaky goofy ass once every 10 years play I would have said two things literally I would have said two things I would have said number 1 you're insane <laughs> and number 2 I would have said and if but if you're right holy shit old miss is in the playoff that's what I would have thought yeah I would have thought so you're telling me like Jackson Dart's a Heisman candidate? I wouldn't have. I would have had a difficult time fathoming that. And I say that not to get into that conversation, but more to say, what a coaching job! That is. That tells you that he took that team, and on that particular day, they weren't super disciplined. They were kind of. Like he even admitted to us in Mobile they were having a hard time getting lined up. Took that team and kind of just. Got them to buy in, got them to play better. They got much more disciplined. They don't have a, like a bunch of studs on offense. They've got they're okay, but defensively they they're they're a beast. They're a brick wall, and that is. Listen, if you're out there and you're in the next coaching cycle or two, this guy's got to be on your short list. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be a guy, Tyler, that you're looking at going. I know what I saw. And to your point, if you can coach, you can coach, right? 
So if you can do this at Troy, there's no reason that you couldn't do this at an SEC school, at, a, at an ACC school, at a Big Ten school. There's no reason why that culture can't translate. That ability to evaluate and develop talent can't translate to a level that's higher up no. than the Sun Belt. <clears throat> he, uh, it's the worst team he's going to have, by the way. That's what's scary. Sure, because he inherited a bunch of guys that weren't his. I mean, they're recruiting very well. Um, <laughs> who would ever thought that the uh, <clears throat> the battle for the belt it's going to be another battle? I mean, it's just you're talking about two elite coaches, and then young in their career. Uh, with well, him there wasn't much separating those two teams that night in Mobile, and no. you could you could sort of tell it that hey, these both of these programs are upward. Yeah, and you know, you know. Your good friend Triple Mask here says he's waiting on Big Blue Nation. But, yeah, I mean, he always said he'll be the next head coach of Kentucky. But, you know, with Stoops just signing a deal, he's not in a hurry. Uh, his time may be coming before that. You know what I mean? Like, he may he may get the call before Big Blue Nation opens up. Yeah, and look, when – and I get it. I, I think the Kentucky job's a, a great job because it's a fun place to live. And, like – Yeah. But Mark's – I think for the longest time people thought that he would – Mark Stoops, I think people thought that he would leave for Iowa. I was one of them. I, I was too. I think people thought, you know, he's going to get an opportunity at an Auburn-type program and jump at it. He did. He got the opportunity, <laughs> but he didn't jump at it. And so, you know, like his name was kind of bandied about with LSU a little bit last year. I don't think they this around, they decided not to go. Yeah. He's pretty happy at Kentucky. He's in all seriousness. All jokes aside, he's gotten into bourbon, uh, horse racing. He's gotten into horse racing. He's completely uh, engrossed in the culture there. He had the little spat with Calipari, but people make more of that than they should. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter. He's recruited at a pretty good level. They don't evaluate it really well. They don't demand national championships there. They just need you to be. Can you please just be relevant long enough for us to get to basketball season? Yeah. And his answer is, yep, I can do that. They're going back to bowls. This year they're going to the Music City Bowl, and suddenly that's a disappointment for them. Two years ago that would have been like, yes. Hell, it wasn't that long ago. Getting to a bowl game was – Yeah, and he's they're in bowls every year. And so I don't know that he's leaving is my point. Yeah. And so if that's the case and you're a guy like John, who I think a year ago probably thought, you know what, I could probably go to Troy two, three years, get the Kentucky job, and I'm rolling. Now if you're John, you got to go – I might not be able to get the Kentucky job just yet. Mark might stay there four, five, six more years. And if that's the case, he's got decisions to make, right? Because when something pops open, you got to make that. We talked about this on the Oxford Exxon podcast this morning, not about John. Actually, it was referring to Kane, but whatever. Yeah. The whole I'm going to bet on myself versus, boy, that's a lot of money. And I said, and you might disagree with me here. So. No, you're good. I think a lot of coaches will probably kind of watch Billy Napier at Florida and say, well, let's see how this works out, right? Because Billy bet on himself. He right. had other opportunities. He could have gone other places. And he said, nope, I'm going to stay right here in Lafayette. It's a good gig. He was making a couple million dollars a year. Yeah. He, he was rolling, and, and they, were, they, were, they were dominating that league. But football's a weird game. You know this. Uh, you can get injuries. Stuff can happen. And an 11-1 and team can turn into a – seven and five team pretty fast in football margins thin and so when you bet on yourself sometimes sometimes you go over right on 
So and, and it ends up being a mistake. And so it, it, it's it's where I get where guys go. Hey, I've got this going here in Lafayette or Mobile or Conway, South Carolina, or wherever. Right. Right. I've got this thing going. This we're we're rolling. I'm gonna wait for the elite gig. I get it. I want. I, I I totally understand it. But it is you have to understand the flip side of that gamble is. Yeah, boy, you lose four or five, and you fall off a year, and all of a sudden you're not the show pony anymore. Yeah, um, interesting thought here. I I think this has something to play in some of this that I don't think the I don't think media is talking about anyway. That I kind of see it. I I get what you're saying 100, percent and that's the logical way to think about it. I think some of the coaches that are in this situation. The payment of the coach at the group of five level has increased crazy, right? So let's take Billy for an example. Well, Billy's making was making two point three? Something like that, yeah. Okay. Well, for him to get offered at that time when he was on the market for those years to get offered four or five a year and to take a career risk was different than Example, I can go ahead and tell you, when Hugh Freeze was the head coach at Arkansas State, he was making $220,000 as the head coach at Arkansas State. Let that sink in for a minute. So when he gets an opportunity to come to Ole Miss for $1.5 plus a $100,000 bonus for every SEC win, uh, sign me up, that's tenfold of what I'm making. When, you know, most group of five jobs before Billy, I think Billy was the trendsetter in a group of five level, right? And I'm talking about with salaries. Most group of five head coaches were making five and six hundred thousand dollars. Well, then a job would come open, open them five to six million. That's tenfold. I'm gone. But now all of a sudden you're making a million dollars a year, and you get the same fourth. Now it's only fivefold. And then I'm at this place that I'm winning so much that you're renewing me. Okay, you're going to renew me at this place. The group of five level, when you're making that kind of money, is very slow. Has a slower trigger finger. Because they don't have the finances oh, to buy you sure. out. Billy would have had to have three or four bad years in a row to get fired at Louisiana Lafayette. And so you have a chance to get yourself out of it instead of sure. Now you're at this level, you get yeah, you're right. We'll see you. Oh yeah, um, the, 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 yeah. There's no patience, right? So I think there's a little bit of that in there as well. As the fuse is a little longer in the Group of Five level as far as because they just don't have the finances to pay you out. Like Kane Womack, he just signed his new deal. He he pretty much could go over for the next three years, and they couldn't do anything about it. He could go always for his next 33. He won't, but he could, and there's okay. nothing they could do about it. He would harm himself physically if he did. Probably so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, would. I would have to make some trips down to console and give my buddy a hug. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, yeah he, he won't do that, worry about that. But I think there's a little bit of that, that in play as well. So, But that's going to be the best bowl game, I think, um, of the day. I'm going Trojans minus a point and a half because I, I, they, they, they've just, I've just you don't picked have a them choice. all year. Uh, they're just – there are – that's like, you know, I got to go with my boys there. And then uh, from a gambling standpoint, probably my favorite bet of the whole, for, for a while, UAB minus 11. Sorry, Eastern Michigan. I hope you're not, I'm not pulling. This is not Eastern Michigan. I know it's another Mac school. They're playing we, Miami. We broke Miami of Ohio. That, okay. Just I make mean, sure they didn't get – I don't do. want them to get too upset about it. But we, we, we dominated. UAB is going to beat the freaking breaks off of Miami of Ohio. Okay, uh, Brian Vincent is the interim head coach. He's obviously no longer the head coach. Big-time players coach. They love him to death. They're going to want to send him out. You talking about – because this is about motivation in yeah, these bowl games. all of it. It's all, all it's about. It's the Bahamas Bowl. They're going to want to send him out a winner. 
They got a good team. Uh, this this is going to be a, a destruction going on tomorrow, and it's like ten thirty in the morning too. It's early. So what time is the is the Troy game? Uh, two o'clock. Two o'clock. Um, we might be able to get it in the air. I hope that I'm I'm hoping that we're on a plane that has. Uh, I'm sure my man John Edwards hooked us up with a plane that has the ESPN thing in the in the deal that we can watch the ball game in the air. But yeah. Um, if not, we can get cold to hook it up uh, on the airplane, you know, break in the Wi-Fi of the airplane and the wires. cold to get out on the damn wing <laughs> hold and hold, 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 get, find hold, a reception hold the antenna up. Yeah. S- send it back to us. And if something happens, it happens, you know. And then uh, I have gone – I have fallen into the trap. I feel so bad. Like, I'm so concerned about tonight. I've taken the 49ers. Like, this has got to be the biggest rat trap spread in the history of the NFL tonight. The 49ers are minus three against Seattle tonight. At Seattle. At Seattle. They okay. just got railroaded, and I watched the game because I bet on it, railroaded by the Panthers. Uh, there can't be a hotter team right now than the 49ers, um, not named Eagles. I mean, dude, this should be a bloodletting, a bloodletting. It's loud in Seattle. I don't know if you heard. Their fans, they have fans that cheer. I mean, that doesn't have shit to do with throwing and tackling. It's the 12, they play with 12 men. Let me tell you how long that lasts. When you run out of the tunnel, you don't hear shit after that. It's freaking claps and let's go. I've listened to entire television broadcasts that tell me that Seattle has 12 men on the field because yeah. of the fans. Well, they can uh, you, you, fly your flag, do what you got to do, maybe raining, whatever it is. But that shit lasts until you get your ass knocked in the mouth and you, you got to like refocus and go play football. All right, so we leave tomorrow. You, 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 you fired up? You excited? What's, what's, what's going on? You, you, you're a little nervous <sighs> about arriving in Vegas, not knowing what, what's going to happen with me and Cole? Because we might have some plans. We might just disappear, you know? All right, I think I'm going to. Uh, Cole told me he goes, "Hey, I, I want to go to this club, this club." Oh, I'm not. Club. I'm not doing the club thing. Yeah, we. Yeah, we've well, been, y'all can do that shit. I ain't doing we've that. Been vetting the clubs. I'll come back. My wife will fucking have my shit in a in a street. Techno. Get back. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do like techno, don't you? You're a liar. Lies. Yeah, I have no interest in the clubs. I'm just joking. Uh, yeah. No, I will have a, I will have a, I may have a Miller Lite or two, maybe. Yeah. But then I'm going to go straight to bed. And go to church in the morning? Yeah, Sunday morning church for sure. Yeah. Um, church of soccer. Y'all, are y'all really doing that thing Sunday morning? Oh, absolutely. Who, who made it? You told me this today. It's France and Argentina. Is that the ones, all right, who are the two players? Did the guy, that, did that guy make it? Yes, Messi with Messi with Argentina is probably one of the five best players to ever play. He's a uh, literally a living legend. Is he better than Pele? Probably. Well, you're not a real soccer fan, then. Well, Pele's like might as well say was he I'm as just, good as Babe Ruth? I'm just busting um, balls. Yeah, no, he he's he's in that he's in that conversation with Pele with Diego Maradona. Okay. Um. Yeah. Are they there in the finals without him? Probably not. Okay. He dominated the game on Tuesday. Yeah, it was beautiful. The, some of the stuff he did with the ball was incredible. And then uh, Kylian Mbappe with the French team. He's 23. 23. Um, and already breaking records at 23. If, if he stays healthy, he's – so I can I He's can what you're superstar. saying is at seven o'clock you two will be at the sports book watching the 
with all the I bet it's I bet it I really do it will be I absolutely bet it's a zoo out there. Yeah. It will be it will be packed. Like I'm literally thinking about no no joke. I'm thinking about getting up Sunday super early and like knocking a run out so that I don't feel bad about it and then going and finding like You a, won't be able to get up that early Sunday morning. Watch me. Finding a uh, <laughs> finding a like a place that's like a pub or something like kind of deal cuz I think it's going to be a zoo. I could be wrong because it's going to be seven in the morning there, so it's a little early for it to be a zoo. But, but it's not only the World Cup final; it's it's a historic World Cup final because either Messi's going to get one or Mbappe is going to emerge as, hey, this guy, this guy might break every record. Think about that. How many guys? I mean, how many legends never win a World Cup? Well, when you play once every four years. Yeah, that's what I mean. And this guy at 23 could have two in his back pocket. Yeah. I mean, he could end up. I, th- I do think I'm – I do – I am interested in getting out, outside of my comfort zone, but I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do it this one time. I'm, well, you I'm will a, like this game. Well, hang here's, on. Here's I'm not talking about this game. I'm These talking about hockey. These two teams attack. I'm talking about hockey. Oh, God. Are we, are we going to the hockey game? I think – I want to go. I've, I've kind of talked myself into it. I'm, sign me. I love the NHL. In person, sign me up. I'm in. Now, on TV, it's not a very good product. Yeah. All right, so we're you going. You have to really know hockey, I think, to understand it on television. All right, so we're going to the Florida-Oregon State game. Jack Miller is going to be starting for uh, yeah. Florida, by the way. Um, is that out there yet? Has it been announced? It's, it's been announced. Okay. Um, so, that will be played – that's that morning. It's like 11.30 Saturday. 11.30 Vegas time. By the way, when we get there, we're on Vegas time. I'm not doing the, hey, it's 1.30. No, it's just 11. No, I'm good. I just, I have to go like, I, I can't. That's so confusing otherwise. You just, your phone's going to automatically put Yeah, I can you, go by my phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about you, but oh. a lot of people do this. No, I'm still on Central time or Eastern time. But you're my not. body will be on. You're in Vegas. You're I do. You know how people time. have a tough time going back and forth? I have the worst time going west. I've told you before, for whatever reason, when I go west, is the only time that I actually – I sleep so much better on the Pacific time zone. Well, I have no problem staying up like because I, I stay up anyway. My problem is is I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. local time. Well, if I wake up at 4 a.m., I'll just go get my run in. Knock that out. Yeah, but that's what time – I don't care what we do the night before. I will wake up at 4 a.m. local time for, two, for the whole week. I don't think I've ever been on Pacific time. Well, you're about to have learn. Have you never been to Vegas? Oh. You've never that? been to Vegas? How old are you? You're about to get turned out. Oh, that's great. It'll be fun. <laughs> so we, we get in like at 8.30 Vegas time Yep. And tomorrow then we, night. So 11.30 Pacific Standard Time on Saturday is yeah. the ball game. Okay. So we'll sometime between the time we wake up and the time we leave, we'll do a show. Yeah, we'll do a show Saturday morning like 9 o'clock. Local time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll be in Vegas, 9 o'clock in Vegas. So, 11 o'clock Central Time. Okay. Noon Eastern. Like 9 to 10.30-ish, and then game's at 11.30. Okay. And then the Golden Knights, is that their name? Golden Knights. Woo! Look at that. They play the Islanders? The Islanders. Oh, okay. Or at some time at T-Mobile Arena that night. Are the tickets available? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. That's not that. By the way, the the Vegas tickets are down to like 30 bucks. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, have you have you been to the stadium yet? No, but we're about well, to go twice in 24 well, you're hours. You're going to fall in love with the stadium. Allegiant Stadium is 
it is amazing. It is so the concourses, everything up the sight lines, everything about it is first rate. I lo- I, mean, I loved it. We our, went our we ticket- went in the summer. I guess it was July. Carson and I went to see Chelsea against Copa Americana or whatever it was. Yeah. The team out of Mexico. It was a it, it's fantastic arena. Um, and you actually can walk there from the strip. You can there's a there's a walkway across. You don't have to Uber and all that. You can walk it. Yeah. So. Easy. I did learn my one thing I did learn in the several trips that I've made to Vegas. This is your Vegas advice for me is just because it looks like it's right there. It's really not right there. You better bring your freaking walking shoes. You get your steps in. It's it's I Well, see. You're an exercise guy. I'm not an exercise guy. Well, maybe after looking at that picture, you know, shit, you need to do I mean, it. You know? Brendan's trying to motivate me. <laughs> yeah, no, but you can walk. I mean, you, we can Uber or whatever. I'm just saying you can walk to, to Allegiant. And it's fantastic. It's uh, over by Mandalay, right? Yeah, it's across. It's across the highway from Mandalay, but they have a covered yeah. thing over. Yeah. Um, Florida stand at the Mandalay. Um, so we're going. Go, we're going to hockey Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. I'm down. I'm in. Um, and then we got the games at three o'clock. Our time. So one o'clock. It's one Pacific. Pacific time. So we'll, on Sunday. Do a same kind of morning deal there, show, show and then go we'll to the do NFL. A, we'll do a show. Uh, we'll do a post World Cup, assuming that. And you, you might have to carry that one because your boy and I, we, we that could be a, a fun show. We might have had a couple of Guinnesses by that point. Well, dude, I mean, you're, I'm good. I got game changer. I'll be good to go. Okay. Um, we'll do that, and then we'll roll, fly out to Boise in the morning on Monday morning. Yeah, early. We have a 6 a.m. flight. Get you some on of that. Monday. Woo. <laughs> you talk about it, that's going to be. Don't you know, 6 though? 6 a.m. Monday out of Vegas. Uh, is there a more hungover flight <laughs> yeah. in Don't America? Don't you know when they show up with that plane, they're like, yeah, this is going to be This is going to be rough. That's gonna be, there's nobody talking on that plane. Quiet flight. Yeah. Um, we get there around noonish. Yeah, we get there. Because we connect like, somewhere. Literally right afternoon. We connect in Salt Lake City. Yep. And then that afternoon, which will be nighttime locally here uh that afternoon we'll do a show yep and then we're gonna go to a dinner with my guy bob and the monster monster reps yep. and albertson's Gage, Gage's giving us a tour yep albertson's reps and then uh the game is at it's at eleven thirty. no yeah no one thirty local okay we'll look at that though I think. and then neil will have his because they're a mountain time correct no i think they're pacific too is boise pacific or mountain for some reason, I thought they were mountain time, an hour behind us. We'll get it figured out. One thirty there. <laughs> as long as the as long as the phone changes, I'm good. Hey Siri, what time zone is Boise, Idaho, in? Mountain standard time. Mountain. There you go. That's wild. All right, so we'll do that, and then uh, then we're gonna go out. Uh, we're going out Tuesday night. We're going to go find some of Boise's establishments. Yeah. We're going to hit some my man bars. Bob, my man Bob will be with us. We're going to hit some bars on Tuesday night. Then we fly back Wednesday. That's it. And then it's ho-ho-ho time. I'm excited for Christmas. I need a break. I need a break. You need a break? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I get back on I – we'll be flying back on National Signing Day, which fans – and I get it. The portal and, and signing day being on the same highway has made people think of National Signing Day as 
the end, everyone getting off the same exit ramp, and they don't. But I understand why that's confusing yeah. to fans. I come 100% get it because, frankly, sometimes it's confusing to me. But people are like, well, signing day is going to be – no, the portal guys don't sign on signing day, just, just the high school kids. And so they're going to get off the exit ramp on the 21st at 8 in the morning like they always have. But all the other portal dudes are going to keep going on the highway, right? And so there's going to be this confusion. But, yes, the end of the day on the 21st, Chase and I might do a – morning podcast on the 22nd and then i'm done i'm i'm shutting it down for until the texas bowl are you going i don't think so there's really no reason to go um that it they're dysfunctional from a media standpoint and so the bowl game the bowl game it's an espn events oh if you get an espn bowl game well, it's one of those – Coaches like, actually like it, but yeah, so I, I know it's bad for me. There's, really, right? there's like a media thing around noon on the 26th. So, how do you, how do you get there by then? I'm not traveling on Christmas Day. I just, I'm not doing it. I've done that before in my career. I'm not doing it again. That um, sucks. Yeah, you've done it too. It sucks. And uh, I'm not going to do it. And there's nothing on the 27th. And the game's not till 8 o'clock. And I was telling Chase this earlier today. It follows – the Liberty Bowl, which kicks off at 4.30 in Memphis with Arkansas and Kansas. So if Arkansas and Kansas happen to go long or go overtime or anything like that. We'll start out on the app. Well, but they'll kick you back 15, 17 minutes first. Oh, they have that long of a run yeah, in so the they bowl can, games? They can run you back. It's ESPN. It's their event. They can do what they want with it. It's they'll fair. back you up to 8.17. Well, before you know it, the game's not over till midnight. The media stuff's not done till one. Nah, we'll probably just probably just do it from uh, do it from Oxford and write from Oxford and then do a big post game show the next day, something like that. Yeah, I'm looking forward. Uh, you know, this one thing with our business is when the coaches shut down, we can shut down. Yeah. So we're going. We're getting Wednesday's our last day. Oh, good. So we're going shut it down. Cole's really excited about that. So. Well, you'll pick me up tomorrow at uh, at, at my house, and uh, there might be might be something in my cup. Hey, that's all right. I know. Man, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm getting up in the morning, getting a run in, so it'll be over with. Are you going to really try to exercise while you're out there? A little. Mental thing. Okay. I mean, I'm good. What? Um, probably not a lot. I'll probably what I'm planning to do is I'm going to go – I'm going to run tomorrow, Friday early, and then no joke – I'm going to try to do something early Sunday if it's possible. It might not be. I might, it might just be like, screw it. But I'm going to try to, and then, and then maybe early Tuesday. What about uh, – so you've already packed, right? Pretty packed. All right, so help me out here. Chaps. No, seriously. Uh, no. I'm being dead serious. Are you taking your cowboy boots? Um, I haven't decided. Okay. How many pairs of jeans did you pack? Two. How many shirts did you pack? Button up shirts. Two. Because I figure we might go someplace nice once or twice. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm. Yeah, look. Hey, you're about to get turned out in Vegas. You won't. You, don't worry about it. We'll got you. We'll got you handled. We'll the just... great thing about Vegas is that you can literally damn near do anything. It just doesn't. Yeah. There's a handful of places that have like it's Disney World for people over 21. There's a handful of places that have like a very loose dress code. So I mean, look, as a as a guy, it never hurts to keep a button down. You shirt just got to make sure that you bring your tie and your jacket. Oh, shut the hell up. 
Um, no, I mean, I got some hoodies and and sweaters. Right, how and many stuff. how many toboggans you got? Toboggans. Oh, yeah, the hat. Yeah, that's what we call those things. Um, right now, just one. Just one. Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to dress as obnoxiously warm as I can possibly dress on Tuesday. I mean, if it's, it's going to be cold in Vegas it, now, it's, Vegas is going to be cold, but it's not going. But in the daytime, it's not going to be that bad. It's going to be 50 and sunny. Not nighttime in Vegas. It's going to get a little chilly. Yeah. Is it cold? In an, at a at a hockey? Is it cold because of the ice at the hockey? No, not no. really. Have you never you never been to an NHL game? I've never been to an NHL. Oh game. yeah, you're, you, you, I've been to a minor gotta, league hockey go. game. We gotta go because it's it's a different deal. I've been to a minor league hockey game. No, but this I've, is different. But I've never been. This to that. is different. You, you, the speed will blow you away. Yeah, it's I'm the down. difference between you've been to NBA games. Uh, I have been to one, maybe two. My man Brennan. It's uh, the difference between going to like go to a a Mac college basketball game, good game. Yeah, and then go to an NBA game. Go, go, go to an NBA game the next night, and the speed is just oh, yeah. whoa. So that, that's NHL. The, I don't know. the speed on the NHL that that is is just unbelievable. I don't know if Brennan's still in here. Brennan somehow we went to San Antonio, I think, for the convention one year. Um, Brennan knew somebody or something. We had floor seats. Spurs. Spurs game. Oh yeah. Floor seats, and uh, yeah, that that was. It's almost like it ruined me forever going back to an NBA game. Sure. Because it was like you walked out and you had your own private bar underneath the regular stands. It was a good there, experience. There are a few things cooler. I've only got to do it one time. There are a few things cooler if you like basketball than sitting first three or four rows at an NBA game. Where you see how physical the game is. I had someone refer to basketball to me the other day as a non-contact sport, and I laughed out loud. I, I was like, dude, no, that's stop. They, they get after it. They get after it. Uh, that, that, and they're so big. Speaking of, have you seen – she <laughs> Have you seen Shaq on HBO Max? Not yet. Dude, legit. It talks about all the injuries and uh, that he went through and yeah. played and how he took – he got to where he was uh, – he took – his thing was to take pain pills before every every game. Sure. And he, like, he played through the playoffs with a torn quad. I mean, it was – I can't imagine he just gets shot up and go. Like, he was a beast. Like, that – That if you haven't watched Shaq on HBO Max, you need to watch it. You okay. would really – especially as much as you like the NBA. Yeah. You would love it. And um, – He was a great player. It's – uh, it kind of gives – what's our show on HBO uh, Max about the uh, Lakers? Winning time, right? The one that we like so much with uh, – Oh, yeah. Because season two is about to come out. Yeah. yeah. So, it's amazing. They have, you know – Jerry Buss and all that. It's amazing how much they look alike. Like it, it brings you back a little bit. So it's good stuff. We've been brought to you by Walk On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day, taste of Louisiana, dig into their mouthwatering, made from scratch, Louisiana cuisine, po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, 70 plus TVs, 40 plus ice cold beers on tap. Check them out in Oxford or Ridgeland today. And don't forget, we've been brought to you, and we, our trip to uh, Vegas and Boise is brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. So we will see you guys. <laughs> God. You see who it's from? Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Who is that? Here, don't let us see. Don't let it get on camera.
You see the stuff I have to deal with. That's ridiculous. We'll be back with you uh, from Vegas on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, whatever that time is. We'll be back with you on Saturday and again on uh, Sunday at some point, depending on our level What's of sobriety. The, are we okay to drink uh, rye beverages on, on the show? I don't see why not. All right, let's do it. I'm I weird. Mean, I don't, I mean, I'm pre-gaming on both I'm, of those. So I'm not, a, I'm not on, on three of them. I mean, we're literally doing a show from a bar. Something's going down. Yeah, so, well, for sure. This is maybe the most entertaining thing we've ever done. That was the plan, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get after it. Okay. Hey, also, make sure before we get out of here that all the fans follow us on social media. Yes. At McCready. What's the full? McCready Siski on Twitter. Yeah. McCready Gang Siski on Instagram. I'm going to be posting more like daily, uh, like kind of where we are on our Instagram stories. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna, we're going to do some, vi- we'll, we'll have some videos. We'll do some, uh, we'll do some, like, we'll do some what we call <laughs> vlogs. We'll do a little yeah. vlogging. Yeah. Uh, we'll have we'll have a good time. We'll make sure you guys are kind of along with us a little bit. We'll have some we'll have some fun uh, as as we go. So uh, we'll check with you on Saturday. Until then, uh, thanks for being with us. Thanks for making us a part of your uh, of your week. Look forward to visiting with you uh, this weekend. And uh, for Tyler, for Cole, I'm Neil. Take care. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.